Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 13 of Coding Rehab. How are you doing, Amir? I'm doing great. What about you? Doing great. So uh, this is it's been a while since we had our last, and we call them seasons, so this would be our third season. And a lot has changed. And uh, Amir and I wanted to kind of uh, focus on the other side of software development, which um, really, really means that we're going to uh, look at the management side of software development. Yeah, I think we need to find whoever uh, coined the term soft skills. Right. And wait for him in the parking lot and beat him up because there's nothing soft about him and it's way harder than what we do every day with software. Absolutely. Like, yeah, you get to a point where you're like, man, I wish I could just build software. (laughs) (laughs) Coding is much easier than this. And uh, so I, I think that's, you know, one of the things we want to emphasize is just th- these are difficult problems. And when you mix them with software development, uh, they're unique problems uh, to this domain. And uh, they're hard because we haven't been trained necessarily in this space. We've been uh, head in books or on blogs and uh, in terminal for the last 10 plus years. And uh, we've really learned how to solve these complex problems code problems, but we really uh, uh, have these huge problems that uh, have huge implications that we're uh, oftentimes have problems dealing with. Yeah. And uh, I think, you know, I'd lament, uh, lamented to you at one point in time where if you compare the software industry to other industries like, uh, you know, a product development line with cars or uh, manufacturing, uh, it really... Um, it really starts to look or seem that software development as it is today is really in a state of crisis, meaning the natural inclination for the things that we do with software lead to chaos. And developing software can, in, in a very real way, simply spin out of control uh, in, a, in a way that it was hard to contain or hard to be productive. Would you agree? I agree. I think uh, that we, we're switching uh, from many, many years of having uh, a fearful respect of software development where nobody will um, even dare to tell you how long something should take. Right. Then we did a flip. I don't know why, what happened there. We, we did a flip completely 180 degrees, and now... Um, estimations if you don't like it they, they they're taking like you're negotiating actually some kind of contract right right and you say how long is going to take two months yeah i don't like that number <laughs> <laughs> right and and like it like like it's not a physical basically what i'm saying is like you can just change your mind and make it different you know yeah, software takes time. It takes up space. It takes people. But when we're approached at times in those scenarios, we're treated as if it doesn't. You know, like, well, why not one month instead of two? Like, well, <laughs> yeah, show me, show me why. And you know, so a lot, a lot of these topics that we're going to talk about are are really approaches to to stop the systemic way that things spin out of control. So things we need to think about and things we need to do better, whether it's from hiring, whether it's uh, getting everyone on board, how to spend your money, um, yep. you know, how to treat your team, um, 
how to how to approach your backlog and planning, and all these things uh, have non-intuitive or sometimes intuitive, but in many ways non-intuitive approaches to um, making things go faster. In, in or, or for sure, they weren't part of of uh, at least when I went to university, <laughs> we maybe had one class about something remotely related. Right. But nobody prepared me to to go to an office and and uh, un- understand uh, what was expected of me or uh, how the project uh, would work. And this is not about uh, uh, project management per se. It's, it's, it's not that the problem of tracking or not tracking. Is that so many components out there that I never knew that it took me years and years and years. And now after 20-something years, I still find myself many times surprised by by my ignorance and say, I should have handled this better somehow. Right. right. And now you know, now you know how, um, or, and now you have a better indication of how until things change. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's a lot that comes with, uh, being more what you'd call a senior developer, you know, someone with experience, in my opinion, usually isn't more experienced is, is, is more experienced technically, but a lot of that is, is coupled with other things like dynamic thinking or um, assertive behavior, <laughs> ability to um, not say something at certain points in time. <laughs> totally. That the, this idea that communication is part of what we do. Right. And uh, yeah, I agree. Sometimes uh, I, w- I would like not to communicate with anybody, but you need to force yourself and say no. This is what they're expecting from me, and and I need to let them know. And what I always find that um, is what I feel sometimes as pressure. I I realize it, it comes not for uh, the need of communication or the need of anything else, but uh, probably is some planning aspect that I'm still not managing well. That maybe I'm taking, I think more often than not is that I'm taking too much, right? And that that causes that that causes uh, this kind of uh, I would put it between quotes fake pressure, right? When when I could have said no, yep. And uh, I, I I have a, a a picture in in my office that that kind of try to to mimic to sorry to to mimic uh, the the idea of. Uh, uh, trying to to go a certain speed in a car and and that when you feel pressure is like a huge truck is behind you and and the the best one is the one when when it's called you have slack that you have time to to take a different road and you have time to think and to answer and I think in 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 most cases and and you tell me if you feel the same or not when when we don't like something about the process may, many times is we don't like it be, because of of pressure because of uh, uh we're just taking too much on ourselves and we we did we have a, a kind of hard time between saying no and and between saying okay we're going to plan for this and we're going to start next month but let's start having meetings this month right and that's completely crazy because if i <laughs> Want to start this month? I would have said, "Let's start this month and not next month." Right, and then and then that drives me crazy. Yeah, and I think unfortunately, you know, when we get this pressure, 
sometimes we make decisions uh, that we think are going to help it, but really just make it worse. So whether it's hiring more people, whether it's having meetings about how to solve that thing quicker, yeah. uh, whether it's making people work harder, you know, all those things I think intuitively feel like they're going to help out. But I mean, if you've hired, if you've hired anybody ever, um, not say ever, if you've hired often, you realize that hiring is a long-term game. And if you're looking to make a deadline, uh, meet a deadline quickly, you've really slowed your team down in many ways by hiring uh, in, a, in a lot of cases in the short term. Yeah, hiring is a, is a difficult, very difficult beast to tame. Right. In, in many factors, and probably we're going to take a whole episode about that. Right. But I couldn't agree more than thinking about hiring when, when you're in a rush. It's a, idea. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like the villain, you know, in cartoons putting a bomb in the rails, you know? Right. And <laughs> knowing that you're going to derail soon and it's crazy. And so another one would be um, working longer hours. You know, um, you might think, okay, well, I'm just going to make our teams work uh, 80 hours a day a week for six months. Yeah, <laughs> that's a horrible idea. You know, and I bet net uh, there's a lot of uh, evidence to show that net output is actually way lower than if you just worked a normal work hour. So yeah, I'm I'm positive of that. So but burning, I think yeah. burning is one of the main reasons to. To burning out is one of the main reasons you want to change jobs. Absolutely. And a lot of this goes into, you know, my belief that the accepted state of software development today is a complete crisis. The things that when you see software engineers on TV or when you hear of software engineers being rewarded for some behavior or you hear some sort of large feat of software engineering, uh, usually not uh, it's uh, oftentimes it's we're rewarding bad behavior that in the long term um will not uh, is not sustainable no that's right and so as as leaders in this space it's something we always have to fight against we always have to be cognizant of because we have to face it when making decisions with whether it's upper management our bosses our stakeholders our customers but we still need to make these rational decisions in order to get things done based upon, you know, how we know what's right or what to do. Um, you know, for, further examples is I, I feel like with software, we've just accepted uh, bad software. You know, mm-hmm. we, we use bad software, buggy software at all times. We've just assumed that it's okay. And if you're developing on a, a large release cycle, you might think I'm not going to write the test that I should because I need to get this out. And partly that's because the world is, is, is acceptant of, of that kind of state of development, which, uh, which is um, not good. I, I wish it was different. Yeah, and, I, and, and again, it's, uh, it's a mystery to me why, uh, why, why when you describe, you know, uh, software, why, for example, testing is not something that, that it comes with it. Right. It's not not sugar on top. It's not, uh, you know, uh, whipped cream in your coffee that you can take it without it. It comes with it, and that's how we develop software. There's no other way. 
if you want to develop software that it's how it is and it takes the the time it takes and it, it's unfortunate that that it may not match expectations but that that's a complete different uh discussion and i i, I always recommend when i when i meet with developers I say you shouldn't be responsible for that right you say your opinion and your honest opinion that how things are going to take and always always with testing there's no other speed right, right? that the, the only speed you have is fast and that's what you should use always <laughs> the, the, there's no slow there's no medium it's always fast and always includes quality we right. don't develop without quality yeah, it's, and, it's, and, and the, there's no negotiation in that absolutely and and that's definitely the way it should be i mean how how likely are we to accept medicine that hasn't come through some sort of trial and in, in my opinion, it's it's that rid- ridiculous to deliver software that you haven't coupled with or as part of a story that's backed by test. And so with this pressure that we're talking about, it's almost always a negative thing because it drives us to make decisions that are wrong and that in the long term, from a system point of view, uh, create problems that last for a long time. Unfortunately, they're not always visibly visible in the short term. You know, when you hit a deadline or when you work really hard in a week and you uh, you get some pressure off of you, uh, unfortunately, you're rewarded immediately. However, uh, two months later, when it all comes crashing down, you're not always capable of mapping that to that decision, which is sad. No, that's right. We don't get that good feedback. Yeah, and, and we also talk more than once uh, that there's many uh, companies that value innovation. Right. But innovation is not going to come without time right. for innovation. Right. Innovation doesn't come from dedicating 10% of your time to whatever you want. Right. Uh, <laughs> there's no... Um, uh, I, I can't. I'm trying to think of a, any other engineering or any other, um, I don't know, profession that you say that it requires uh, innovation, that it requires inspiration, and they say only twenty percent of your time. Yes, uh, you have two hours to be innovative. <laughs> Correct. I, yeah. No. No. Don't worry. Take a day. Be innovative. It has to work for us. It has to be aligned. But do whatever you want, but we need to like it, okay? So absolutely. And so I think all of this kind of leads into just this, you know, one of the, the purpose of these discussions and then this season, you know, overall, the main theme is the current state of software development is horrible. The even the expectations and the way we the what we hope what we reward as good behavior, what we think is bad, are all kind of uh, Oh, incorrect. And so if you're building a software team and you're developing software in the long term, you really need to fight against uh, human behavior, against like the social attitude towards software in order to be successful. And a, a lot of information's out there, um, but we really want to kind of take a look at the non-intuitive approach to software development and how, how we can manage these problems. Um, Done. I, I think, you know, this is the type of stuff that they don't really teach you in computer science uh, curriculum. And it's unfortunate. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, to be honest, uh, where these can be taught and 
And <laughs> what would you call that subject? Yeah. And you, you almost need to be in a state where you're ready for it. You need to fail. You that, that's need to true. have failed on a project. You need to have experienced extreme pressure and uh, made uh, incorrect decisions to really understand its value. You know, if you're a junior developer, I, I don't honestly know how open you are to these type of discussions or whether you'd agree, yep. you know, that um, crushing Red Bulls, you know, every night for a week and working real hard so you can get a cool bonus is, is actually a bad thing. I, I think sometimes it takes some time and experience to understand these things. Yeah, and, and, and kind of giving rewards for that. It's a very bad culture in right. culture, in my opinion, that 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 they won't help the team, and and then we still have the, this idea of heroes and rock stars and 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 and, and they're great, and I always thought that that may exist, and you might want to take advantage, but you need to understand that they, these people won't work well in a team usually. Right. So. You need to know if you're working with them, you cannot try to match them to your other rules and and stuff like that. And that 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 always amazed me that stories that you hear. Yeah, I had the, this Rockstar developer, but uh, yeah, it didn't go well with the team. <laughs> and you say, but you didn't know this ahead, like right. <laughs> really surprised you. And right. and another thing that. Uh, I, I think also uh, hurts software is uh, being incongruent. The kind of incongruency that many times we get uh, higher up is very, very hard to, to fight and is very uh, demotivating right. in general. And and because we believe that the, the higher you are, the more busy you are. Yep. And that you don't need to set an example and you don't need to set a model. And I think that it's the opposite. Yep. That I, 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 I think that uh, every time I, I, I take a, a new uh, role that says higher than before, I say, oh, well, well, now I really have to be very careful in what I say okay. and to follow up what I say, what I do. But it yeah. seems that, uh, that that's not what everybody believes because you're so busy and you have so many things that I can't ask that from you. And I think that that somehow is wrong. Uh, I agree. I agree. In, in, in many ways, you are the, your actions are the biggest indicator of how well your team is going to value what you're saying. So. Yeah, and I, and I think it comes back where we were talking before about having time and having Slack. Right. That if you're high up, I don't know why you can't have this time to to show that model. Like, right. well, what's stopping you? Well, why you can't have a, a team of three, four, five, whatever you need to, to take stuff out of your plate so you don't have to do it? Absolutely. So I, I think we both agree, you know, it, it needs rehabilitation. And that's kind of uh, what we want to talk about and what we want to jump into with this season. That's right. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for episode 13 and uh, have a good night. Yeah. See you all next time. Bye. All right, bye.